Good morning, family. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are, peace, my native people of color, my native black Americans. Peace. Today has been a very busy day. And while it is, I want to let you know that I thank you for watching the second episode. The first episode was quite confusing, so I'm going to try to better explain it. The current cycle the country is in right now with racism is just a cycle of another cycle. We started the first cycle of racism in the United States with colonization. Then it came down to slavery, then Jim Crow, then the current era we're in right now, which I like to call it the this is how it's going to be era. But it's been a continuation of everything from time to time. All these white people in the past, colonizers, Christopher Columbus, among others, knew this was going to be. They are the first therapist. And they learned from their racist grandparents. And their racist whatever generation to, like, literally, I think, to the guy who started racism, to literally the guy who started racism has been doing this. And there's been constant and constant and constant, um, constant, constant, and constant, and constant changes to it. Constant, constant, and constant cycles to it. And they're constantly trying to further divide their think tanks. They're literally white supremacist think tanks in America. Believe it or not, yes the fuck they are. Yes. Okay? All it's done is change, change, update just to keep us divided. There are think tanks in there. And I want to get to that that the reason why it's all these think tanks to keep us divided is so they can continue to play the game that they've been playing forever. We have a lot. You say I'm not going to stay here for long because I am tired. It's been a really long day. I'll talk about, I want to start talking about the situation in San Jose. A mass shooting at a rail yard in the at the start of the day, or not even at the start of the day, but just at, at the beginning of the morning commute there in San Jose, or whatever. At the, just the first, at the start of the morning, say the first time, just the start of the morning. Strange and light rails were getting ready to take people wherever they need to go. A train yard had a. Uh, Apparently, a union workers meeting where today a white person named Samuel, I believe the suspect, is Samuel, uh, a white Caucasian terrorist who did this attack in San Jose today. Yeah, let me get on my iPad. And family, familia, and everyone else. 
this is what that San Jose shooter looks like if you're watching me on YouTube, which would be on tape. Um, you will be seeing the literally the uh, suspects. The name, yes, the suspect, Sam Cassidy. Believe it or not, Sam Cassidy was an evil, evil, evil person. Before this mental illness sort of shooting, he had years, I mean years, of abuse. And he had a lot of years of abuse. He's had domestic abuse, domestic violence abuse. He's had a lot of things. He's been a very fucked up dude. And he's been this so slow, slow guy this whole fucking time. He's always been quiet. All of a sudden, he starts to go and start to slaughter a bunch of people at a train station. That's questionable. But here's something even more questionable about the tragedy that happened today in California. The ex-wife of the shooter was Latina. Nothing against that. But According to a news source, she was, quote, shocked by what had happened. It was a very nice man. His ex-wife, again, Latina, Cecilia Nems, complained that he was in, she was in shock and she was crying. She, 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 she couldn't believe. They said they were ten. They were married for ten years, and had not been in contact for thirteen years. She had also been treated with depression. So maybe this craziest white man was abusing him, just like every typical white man who has problems. They always abuse their wives. Typical white man stuff. You see, they say black people are the people who beat their wives. White men do it the most. They beat their wives just out of anger. So this woman said she had depression. After their divorce, meaning there was something up, definitely, hundred percent, there was something up. And as I am pulling it up, the shooter had a fight with the police, and he was killed. That was probably the most. This logic, most smartest way this white man did was go and make sure to take out everybody. Take out everybody in the shooting. And then later, after doing all that and killing everybody and doing the worst. He, the wife, later defends this man. And we're going to talk about the, the, the history of bedwinching that has been going on in America between our, our native black women and our native Latina women. 
and the butt breaking and the boot leaking for the white men is insane. It is absolutely horrible. I'm pulling the clip up, family. This woman, she, she, she had mental illness. She had mental issues. She had everything. Because this white man fucked her up. And we need to... This is why I stress that our women need... If they want to marry interracial, marry someone of color. Then it's the white dominant man, alright? It's not good. I can't stand my guts when I see my native blacks and Latinas going for these white men because they're crazy as fuck. And they can't take anything. And so it doesn't go their way. They're going to abuse their wives. They're going to go all crazy. They practice a mental disorder called male-splaining. They have simpings. They think they want to own the world. They, they, these white men want to think they want to... Every white man in the world literally thinks they want to own everything. They want to practice witchcraft. White people have a witchcraft. And they want to give it to their kids. And they want to also think the other kids that don't look like them, that aren't them, to look, hey, we're the ones. And that goes on right now, currently, through the public school system of America. That's why they're fighting this critical race theory. Because racism, this is not anything about education. It's about religion. The history book is a Bible. But getting back on topic with this he was a victim of white male witchcraft they divorced and then the suspect did this and in his own house just after he had did this or just before I'm sorry he had did this mass shooting he burnt his house down firefighters came they were so shocked they later Either got on, uh, later got the fire department, and then later get the news, the notification. Oh, this crazy other white boy just shot up an entire tr- rail yard in San Francisco or San Jose. This rail yard in San Jose. This guy had issues, and this is why family, familia, native, whatever your code on code language is. We need to look out for this. This is something all races of code need to listen to. Right? Even though some of us are native people of color of the United States of America. And everyone else is from the Latin America and the Caribbean and Spain or whatever. Good. We have to unite. We cannot marry any member of the dominant society. You, The women... The women, you cannot marry anyone of a dominant society. It will not work in your favor. The, 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 if you marry a person of the dominant society, you are going to have a lot, a lot of trouble trying to comprehend. You're going to have an everyday mental and crazy, literal, mental breakdown every day. Do not get with these white men and family. I'm telling you. What we are watching. 
right now is their religion breaking down. That's what we are watching. And I want you to know that I pull it out. I want you to watch very closely how this ex-wife toss up and still sucks up. And also for you Latinas who feel like I'm just shouting you out, no, we're gonna use we're gonna put a black woman also on. We're gonna put her up next because there's another example. It's not having to do with the shooting, but it's a prior example that happened just a day ago. And it was actually, in fact, it was in the same, just same areas, but it was in San Francisco on a bar train of a black sister trying to defend a white man who was about to get his ass whooped after he was saying some racist shit about an Asian person. So, okay, so you have things, calm down. I am going to, I am going to explain, I'm going to explain it to you guys and I'm going to explain to the blacks. Listen up. I'm gonna family. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for I'm waiting for this to come up. This is video from a, a, a news source, USA Today. This is what the wife had to say about his male slaughter. Yeah, this is a light rail yard in San Jose. Very busy city in California. And oh, family, if you're out in California, go recall Gavin Newsom. Go and get that over with. Recall Gavin Newsom. Absolutely. If you're there in, in San Francisco, take care of that. Please take care of that. He has done nothing for black Americans down in any part of California. He's letting the Mexicans this mayo slaughter, which we will later go on later as this podcast progresses. We will go in even deeper into interracial tensions we all have. We're going to be very uncomfortable. That, trust, trust, trust me, that is coming soon. I'm drawing it out right now. Good. As this shooting happens. As this person. Oh, sorry. So back to this. This man would explain what this shooting was. Uh, and explain her, her ex-wife for doing this slaughter. And trying to explain why he would do it, something like that.
so so my dad my news source had updated the shit. That's why. Exactly. This is KSBW. Which is right around. Which is right, right, right around San Francisco. Where shooting Okay. Let's play this clip. Let's play it. Daniel Cassidy was responsible for killing eight people at the VTA rail yard in San Jose. You gotta be very careful of what you said because he, he would take it seriously. Helen said during their marriage, Cassidy had a temper complaining about coworkers. Hold up, we'll pull back. Then the suspect's ex-wife said he was obsessive, controlling, and easily angered. Meanwhile, back oh, at the I, scene... I'm rewinding back for it. Hold on. Then the suspect's ex-wife said he was obsessive, controlling, and easily angered. Meanwhile, back at the scene, we spoke with neighbors. They say he was a loner, antisocial, and they never saw him with family or friends. Cecilia Helms fought back tears hours after discovering her ex-husband, Samuel Cassidy, was responsible for killing eight people at the VTA rail yard in San Jose. You gotta be very careful of what you said because he, he would take it seriously. Helm said during their marriage, Cassidy had a temper, complaining about co-workers at the VTA and becoming visibly upset when her family would visit. It's just the uh, way he reacts when he was betting me for something. Scared me. Helm says Cassidy was never abusive to her, but it may not have been the case for other relationships Cassidy was in. According to court documents obtained by our partners at the San Francisco Chronicle, one of Cassidy's ex-girlfriends filed a sworn declaration accusing him of raping and abusing her. Neighbors say they also witnessed aggressive behavior. One time, uh, let me see, about six months ago, and I, I was backing off, and they uh, drove uh, through the east driveway. He told me, do not come to my driveway. And then he yelling at me. That was one of the few times Doug Sue, who for years lived in front of Cassidy, spoke with the deceased gunman. I only talked to him five times, say hi, and then he never talked to me back. He just stared at me, and that's it. Sue captured this video showing Cassidy's home on fire Wednesday morning. Inside that home, authorities found gasoline and ammunition. They're still investigating if Cassidy started the fire, but moments before it erupted, Sue says he captured this video of Cassidy leaving his home, entering his car with a duffel bag in hand. The video now given to the FBI in what could be the final moments before his massacre. And right now, there is no information on the murder weapon used in San Jose. Dan. Authorities are expected to remain at the suspect's house for at least the next several days as they continue to investigate. So, so, so the, there, 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 there you have it. There you have it. This guy was a thug. And I'm going to try to speak in the language or in, in the thinking of, 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 black, of black people right now. If that had been a black dude and I want Latino family to say, uh, to listen to this too. I don't care if you're native from the United States or you're from Latin America. I want you to listen to this. They would have shot, I mean, mowed, mowed me over like dogs if I had, if my black self had done something 
like shoot up a rail yard. I wouldn't even have a chance to survive. I mean, people would have ran, people would have got shot, people would have got killed, but I would have had no chance to survive. They would have had tanks, FBI. He would, this, I would have had an even more worse taking out than this guy had. He actually got to shoot himself. And now he's going, oh, it's mental health, mental health. They have that pass all the time. It's a black guy doing it. You know the media doesn't like to point out it could have been mental health. This white guy had no probably no mental health problems. But they like to cover up for him and say he has mental health because they're on code. And because of that, I want to Latino family. You're coming out and you have a coming for you non-native Latinos. That means Latinos who were born in Latin America and your family is pretty lineage is pretty much from there. You're just a immigrant or an anchor baby here in the United States to listen to this. You people come into this country with a huge amount of contempt for black people. Black people built the East Coast, built the capital, we built everything. And you're coming in with the contempt in us. Y'all using this fake stuff like, oh, we black people protecting the Mexicans all over the country, especially in South Central and Los Angeles. And Mexicans are doing the same thing, bombing blacks out of the neighborhood. And all black people are criminals because of the statistics. Just keep this in mind. Well, black people are the 13% of the entire country's population. How the hell we could we make 80% of the population of crime, of criminals? How the hell could we have made 80%? Reason why is because of false arrests or black guys getting more charges for an offense that a white boy did. Also, at the same time, black guys getting more time in jail than white guys who do the same criminal activity. Or, uh, I'll give you another example. Like I said, doing something legal, but you had you 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 you. They don't drop any of your charges. If it's a white boy, they may drop some charges. And not just that, the okay, covered mental health. They can try, try, try. They basically have until they die. Because white people think they own this world. And they can, they mostly do it out with shooting people to death. And they taking their own life or killing themselves. And so, this dude right here, he, he obviously... Something wasn't working out for him. And he decided to do the shooting. And dude, do what the fuck he did. And yet, the Latin immigrant family, you come in with disgrace saying black people are doing all these crimes 80%. No, because it's a system. Black people don't do 80% of crimes. It's a system of white supremacy. And you 
Hispanics, and it's not all Hispanics think that way. It's mostly Hispanics really associated with the far right, like Kareem's Moncada of Miami, or Sarah Gonzalez of Prager University, and her fucked up ass. But still, you can't come here and come with a contempt for black people. Black people built this country. Okay. Arabs didn't build this country. Black people built this country. We built the entire East Coast, black folks, from, I think, Georgia to as far west as Missouri. Or from Georgia as far north as, I think, um, as far north as, I think, Maryland. We bought that part a part of the country. We bought it. And when we mean by we bought it, we built it and we built it for free. So technically, well, we built it for free. We technically own this area. We built this area during slavery. We weren't paid. We were forced here against their will to come to America. And yet, you Latinos have a contempt for black foundational black Americans. You Latinos have uh, contempt foundation of black Americans and that will not be tolerated anymore that will be tolerated anymore again a white man more white people and not just in addition to that of black people just being apes in a crime rate but also black people have the largest exoneration rate ever and not just that but black people literally don't do mass shootings. If there's ever a black mass shooter, he's likely going to mostly shoot them in the legs and it'll mostly be injured. And he'll just get a bunch of attempted murder charges. Or it'll be in a case where it's just a black kid shoots from school and they shoot one person. Okay? And they get that murder charge and they get that 25 to life or whatever. But when he's a white boy, his wife was going to shoot everybody. Alright? So... In addition to saying, so in addition to the stupid theory that blacks make up 80%, or that blacks make up 80% of the criminal population, we're only 30% of the country's population, and also following the notion of, um, oh, uh, we do a lot of, uh, 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 of crime, or not, 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 not crime. Just, oh, just have disrespect for us. For us. Try to cover skin. Call us names. Disrespecting us. Like I said, believing the crime rate is up. Believing that we are also believing that we also have the highest exoneration rate and that black people the only thing black people do is be criminals stop believing that notion we don't shoot up everything like what this boy did there's a lot of you bedwinch black women and black I mean bedwinch black women and Bedouin, Bedouin, Latinas. I'm gonna pull this other video up. 
Oak video. And then, guys, I'm going to call it quits. Because I'm kind of, I'm very tired right now. And I wanted to get the current audience before I go off the air. Let's pull this up. video. Watch what this mammy did. Right here. So, so, so what's happening is a white man is calling an Asian person racial slurs, the N-word, starts slapping him, starts attacking him, and then see what the Asian man does. Watch. And then, then hey, hold up, here's the part that makes me, that pisses me off. Later, the black woman's gonna come in and try to save the day and start mammying and bootlicking the white man. This is the part that gets me angry. And, and this black woman, and this is just all black women, just like how I attack the Latino women, mostly the Latino women of the Latin American countries, just some attacking black women, and we're not gonna attack the black women natively. We're not gonna talk. To, we're not gonna talk down to the native Black Americans, like I didn't talk to the native Latinas. I only talked to these Latin American Latinas. So I'm gonna do the same thing for these Black Caribbean people, and they have a large coon class over there in that country, and the Black women from the Caribbean. Have a, they, they, they have a large coon class. They All they do is protect mommy and daddy and want to get the white, white zaddy's love. Take a look. That's her in the background. So he's this this black bedwitch coon from the Caribbean coon class literally just stayed him hold the Japanese hand hey hey just get your stuff while this while at the same time protecting white white daddy from getting his ass beat for fucking with the wrong Asian guy and she just stands there and protects just protects the white guy from getting attacked. And this is the kind of coon class of black women are from the Caribbean. They're either from Jamaica or they're from Haiti or they're from many 
uh, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, those Caribbean countries, a lot of them have a coon class that would most likely do it. And they come here and they have a contempt for native black Americans or foundational black Americans. They have a contempt for us and literally start disrespecting us. And if I'm going to tell you this, this is another thing of my this podcast. I'm trying to promote the unity towards black people and Latino people through the native and Latin roots. Because a lot of the people in the Latin community, the black people, they don't want to acknowledge the blackness. Also, the black people back in the day when Mexico was part of the U.S. was um, was uh, Native Mexican, but having some of the Native Mexicans were black. They were called the Aztecs, but they were much more darker. They were just as dark as I am. So, stay tuned. I have a lot to, in the days to come, a lot of thesis you have to need to know. That this one, this is a black woman for Caribbean. She just stays there and defends white mommy and daddy. And they come, he just come, she just goes and defends white mommy and daddy. That's the coon class that happens. All right, that white man asked, was going to get that work. And he was, he was going, and he was getting ready to get it. And then, of course, bootlicking white black women got to protect the white man from getting attacked and just try to calm down the guy who's um who's um being yelled racial slurs that is racist white motherfucker <laughs> so I'm gonna So here, I'm going to, um, show you here why the coon class of the Caribbean is very dangerous to America. Believe it or not, the coon class of America... is people like Kamala Harris and people like Candace Owens people like um, Jesse Helms I think he's Caribbean and people like Kareem Jean-Pierre on the Biden press team those Memmies, days are tethers. To all my family down in in in, in, in the Caribbean, I fuck with y'all. 
But y'all need to call out your coon class. And some of them are also getting with the Spanish black coons, too. They're also Latin with the Spanish black coons, too. So all you uh, black people down in Latin America who are listening, call out your coon class. Because every one of your countries has a coon class. And it's mostly the majority of your country. In addition to holding the white supremacist values that y'all carry. And all that bullshit. And staying on cold with the white supremacist while he's hurting you at the same time, you have a major coon class down there. And this coon class together is very dangerous. But back to the Caribbean coon class women. Kamala Harris is in that level. Kamala Harris isn't a uh, native foundational black American, Kamala Harris is from Jamaica. Her father is from Jamaica. Her mother was from, I believe, East Asia. Uh, the the uh, Kamal's mother and father, I think they met somewhere in India or something like that, or Jamaica, and then they moved to the San Francisco, San Jose Bay Area, and got busy. And in that process, I'm not saying, and I'm glad, yes, because in the season one supremacy, I don't care who you mix with, you're black. Uh, Kamala's mom was smart enough to tell her she was black, but she wasn't smart enough and maybe not known, but Kamala knows to stop tethering for other people of color or other black people, native black Americans. And that's what Again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm literally not attacking Kamala. Don't, I would, I have a lot of respect, highest respect for her. But I'm not going after her mother either. But, um. The, the, the large coon class. Kamala is sorry I took a pause because I don't know if that's going to be at the time where we have an advertisement or not, but I don't know. But the, 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 the time Kamala's mom, that is smart. She did tell them to be black, yes. But what Kamala's mom didn't know, and again, she, she would have not known. But Kamala's doesn't know either, but has picked up is the tethering she does for black people. She got the 
Suge Knight, or all, not Suge Knight, but, um, it's coming to me, Tupac dang fucked up, claiming she was in college at the time when Tupac was playing, no, she, no, he fucking wasn't, was not. And in addition to that, man, she has embraced more of her Indian side than her black side this entire vice presidency. And she's also valued her Asian side, bootlicking to the Asians. Asians don't like black people. And for my Asian viewers, I hope you hear that. Y'all don't like black people. Just be honest. If you want to racially change Asians, because I want Asians in this podcast too, you gotta admit you don't like black people. You don't, and that's fine. I'm fine. I'm not bothered at it at all. I'm not. But for she dresses her Asian side too much, and yet the Asians too don't care as much as she's doing over these Asians. The Asian women right now are calling on Kamala to do more for them right now. On this time, at around, was it? On this time, uh, Thursday, May 27th, they're still begging him. Or they're still begging Endorses more for Asian side. She does all this bullshit. And wants to say, I'm amazing this, I'm amazing that. I'm going to think she's saving hate crimes. And more of the spinning narrative and... I mean, she participates in the spinning narrative that blacks are doing most of the crimes against Asians and all that bullshit to please Asian people. And she's doing all that and cooning hard for the Asians. And yet, still, the Asians still are demanding more from her. Just a few days ago, they're talking about she needs to do more. So they're not, they don't give a fuck you have Asian. They look at you as black because they don't like you because the Asians don't like black people. And most Asians... Not just like black, don't just not like black people, but they are in some status probationary white people. That's who they are. But that's only happening, but that's mostly not, it's not all Asians. I fuck with Asians, I'm talking about mostly Asians. Again, mostly who are on the right side. Or, so, or specifically, all the fools and bastards on the Asian Dawn Facebook and Instagram pages. And the coon class today, the community sides with this. There's a very smart non-coon class of the coon, I mean, there's a very smart non-coon class of the Asian community. That's very well educated, including two women, who I said, I was going to say this, try to bring it up again now that I'm not uh, now that I have a little more time to put up the article about how the media is painting by against Asians. Two non-coon Asian women did, did the research. Two non-coon Asian women did the research proving these two non-Asian women not just did the research proving but literally trying literally saying that the media is trying to divide
up right now. I'd have it up for you guys, so I'm gonna do that right now. Here's these two smart Asian women looking up, and literally, with all the research, the reason why proving that the media is pitting blacks and Asian against each other. This article by Brookings EDU by these two. Asian women, Jennifer Lee and Tiffany Huang, showed and did the research while a lot of Asians are afraid of the hate crimes. Yes. There's also a shocking footage of videos of attacks on Asian American elderlies, African Americans. Yes, that's absolutely true. However, The reason why this is going on, the reason why for this black and Asian trope, it's not just put it because of the media, but because of Christian nationalism. That's basically Christian evangelical Christian or evangelical Jew, like I was saying on yesterday's episode. And the strongest they are the strongest protectors of those xenophobic views of COVID-19. The effect on Christian nationalism is greater among white respondents compared to black respondents. Over black Americans have experienced higher racials, I mean higher levels of racial discrimination. That's absolutely right. And not just that. Some Korean, more than 9 in 10, believe that there is at least some discrimination against black people in our society today. 70% also agree that the government should do more 
the, the Asian government should do more to protect the civil rights of black Americans. So there you go. That proves the media is demonic. The Christian and Jewish evangelicalism is out of control. And they're protecting the xenophobic views and they use COVID-19 virus which what we are starting to think now apparent investigation of COVID-19 virus originated out of China they are beginning to use China as the as the as the hitting point they are going to you they are using China as a hitting point they absolutely are they are using you as a human point. And this is all because of the staged, racist, deep state of the government and the media. And the staged, deep state of society. And to say the deep state in politics and the swamp. And literally the George Phil Soros is all, it's all, it's all tied together. This part of the deep stake. This is part of the deep stake takeover. These are all false flags. Okay? These are all false flags. And when they're putting black nations together, this is their false flag to try to combat the rising up of black people across this country and also with us, some of our Hispanic uh, folks and our Asian folks rising up along with them. So this, this is all false flags. And thank you, Jeffrey Lee and Tiffany Huang for exposing those false flags. And as we're pulling this up, Yes. See, even Asians are many. All these people, Asians know they're discriminated. African Americans, they know that. It's just the media. They know that it is just the media. So I wanted to show you that today. So the purpose of this episode was morally to target black people, but also I wanted Latinos and Asians to know why we think this or that about black. I mean, about you or, or other groups because we're in competition. The main point of this podcast is not for unity. It's just you're in competition and we're the ones who are winning and you guys have got to sit down. You've got your stuff. Hold your own nuts for now. That's all I'm trying to explain to you. So I thank you for watching the podcast. And again, we've got to protect family. We've got to keep our black and Latino women from marrying white men. It is disgusting. You've seen it was gone with the royal family, Meghan Markle. She signed a contract for hell, and now she's paying for what she did. Uh, what she's done. She's paying for what she's done. So thanks for watching. I'm Gavin Martinella. I click. I gotta run out. So thanks for uh, listening.